Hello, hello, and welcome to Just Us Browns fans. This is Lisa. And this is James. And we are here to talk about our favorite subject, the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Well, we're going to talk about the Browns, and we're going to talk about the NFL. Because, you know, the Browns are part of the NFL. But for those of you who are out in Twitter land, you may have seen that the NFL is going to propose a rule change uh, that is, would you call it interesting? Is that a, a, a way to describe it? How would you call it? Uh, interesting to say the least. <laughs> Why don't you give us the highlight on, on what this rule change would be? Okay, so I see a treat here from Jim Trotter that says, NFL owners will vote next week on a resolution that would improve a team's draft position if it hires a person of color as head coach or general manager. Uh, Currently, there are only two black GMs and four um, head coaches of color matching a 17-year low. Wow. That's that that's about as much as I can say to that. What, really? Like how is that a good idea for anybody? <laughs> I mean, so we taking bribes now? I mean, is that, is yeah. That, is that a bribe? <laughs> so, if you go out to si.com, they go into a little more detail. They said the first The first part of the plan is a team would move up six slots in the third round for hiring a minority head coach or 10 spots in the third round for hiring a person of color as its general manager or whatever title they give to the person who builds the team. If a team hires a minority coach and GM, it jumps 16 spots. And teams will get bonuses for keeping minorities in those positions. Seriously? Okay. This is unprecedented. It's, I'm literally almost speechless. So aside from the fact that it's insulting as an African-American woman, I'm just put that out there. Right. It's stupid. Like, it does it 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 goes against if you just took race completely out of it how are you like where is your competitive balance that you would have available i mean it makes no sense right. business wise why would you why would you incentivize people for keep for hiring somebody not because they maybe were the best candidate but because of their race Right. That's, yeah. As much as I would like to see people of color in uh, leadership roles, I'm not too sure if I want to see it like this. Yeah, this is, this is about as close to one of the dumber things I've ever heard a sports league propose before. Um, you have a problem, like you said, we'd love to see more minorities in positions of coach, general manager. You have a problem. You had some. And then, you know, willy-nilly, 
I tend to think more so than a non-minority uh, coach or GM. One year, they're out. Right? Um, right. Not a lot of second chances. No. Like Pat Shermer. Right. The retread <laughs> cycle. Just keep hiring the same people over and over again, getting the same results. Right. But not somehow a lot of... another. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, just not a lot of retreads with people of color. Very true. Yeah. It's like, mm, we tried that. It didn't work. Okay, we're moving on. And and I get, as a person who has a position where they hire people, I get sometimes that people lean to or look for people to put on their team that are a good fit, right? People that right. fit into their existing team into their organization. Every every person who hires anybody does that. Um, but clearly, there's a problem there when it comes to, you know, the ownership and the people running these organizations. So you go to fix the problem by putting together this plan. Um which is just it it's insulting to everyone involved. They look stupid whether they believe it or not. And the the, the person who would have getting gotten hired now, you know, well, they just hired them so that they could move up in the draft. Right. Not right. because they were qualified, but you know. They couldn't get up that far without having to give up something. Now they don't have to because, hey, we'll just hire this guy. I'm like, wow. Wow. Makes me wonder. Um, Here's the thing. Here's one thing. Sometimes I wonder if and the answer's got to be yeah. So, okay, here's one way where it could work. Let's say Teams interview candidates and they happen to find and there is a person of color who happens to be qualified to do the job. Okay? Yet, he does not get the job because he is a person of color. Does this mean that qualified persons of color will get the job now? Or are we just saying they're going to fill anybody in there? You know what I mean? Well, who knows? Because all if I get a if I get a GM this and the game now, <laughs> right? If I get a GM and a coach, I'm, that's sixteen spots. It's hard to pass I mean, up, right? And and what kind of respect? I'm not talking about like us, people walking around with opinions and talking about stuff. What they would say about the candidate or the the new GM or the new coach, how would their teammates, how would the organization internally feel about it? Like, oh, yeah, this is just the, this is just, who knows what stupid name they would come up with it for, for this whole plan. This is just the minority hire, you know, or the guy that they pick with that new spot oh you just got picked here because we came and got you and you know we had to give up a good coach in order to uh get you or we got to take this gm that maybe they don't like 
because we need to get you. I mean, that's just, it's just wrong in so many, so many ways. You know, there is a lot of things that they could do to fix their hiring problem. And some of it is, you know, we talked about people's beliefs and comfort level. Okay, whatever. But some of it is just the simple rules that they put in place in their business that prevent them from sometimes being able to hire a good candidate. This whole rule about you can't interview anybody until they're done with the Super Bowl or out the playoffs. I mean, it puts people in the weird categories to having to interview people they don't want, take people they don't want, because, well, you know, I can't talk to them and I got to I gotta hire this person because this person might go. I mean, all of that is an artificial timeline that they put in place for themselves. They could just say, you know what? Nobody's getting hired till we are completely done with the Super Bowl. And so don't fire nobody if you don't want nobody in there and don't hire nobody because we're not going to start hiring until the Super Bowl is over for anybody, any role. It might make it a little, then you got all summer, you know, but again, I take that back because then they're going to have, oh, the combine is coming and this is coming. They need to, they need to clean up some of that internally because it's more than just like hiring a guy that's a good motivational rah-rah and a guy that, you know, knows a little football. That whole sports league has advanced and it's much more than that. It's running, you know, billion dollar entities and you need to obviously make sure you have somebody that can handle that. So you need to take a minute to do that and do it properly. That might take a little pressure off. Start with some of that stuff. Right. But yeah, they have a unique way of handling some things. And uh, I sincerely hope that they don't approve this and see this as a good way to go. That they will understand that um, this is not going to get you where you want. And I don't know that the Rooney rule is really working as well as it should. What do you think? It may not be. I mean, that could be another reason why this is going to be get voted on. You know, maybe well, okay. Maybe this will help the Rooney rule. I mean, hey, now does this mean we're finally going to get to see if Eric Bieniemy is a is a decent head coach after all these years of him getting interviews with everybody? I mean. Not only does he get an interview now, but hey, now we get, I mean, the world has been waiting to see what's up with Eric Ben. He he interviews every year for a head coaching job. And then he gets passed over for some other new guy or some retread. Maybe. What if they said, put in a rule that said, you know what? If you have a job in the NFL uh, for at least a full season, you have to wait another year before you can take another job. No back-to-back retreads. That might slow them down just a bit. I mean, again. What did you say? What was that again? If you have a job in the NFL? You ha- yeah. So if you have a job in the NFL as a coach, head coach, you can't take another job in the NFL and you get fired in, in after a year. You can't take another job 
for another year. You got to take a you got to take a year off. Oh wow, that would be interesting. It's not it like they're going to hurt them financially because they no. got they get paid big money. Way you got tons of cash, but that would slow up the 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 retread cycle just a bit, and people would be like, "Well, I don't want to wait two years. It ain't all that. Let me actually go out and and get someone." that is talented to, to do the job and not just who I may feel comfortable with or who's a safe pick because he's done the job before. Wow. Lisa for president. <laughs> take a year off. I mean, they would yeah. be able to sit back, relax, spend some time with their family, get their battery recharged and possibly, you know, on their skill a little bit. I mean, it's good for different reasons. I mean, after being a head coach, you kind of need a rest. You know, your body is just wore, so wore out. Yeah. Figure out what you did wrong. Right. Why did you get fired? And and I mean, no job in the NFL. Period. Not just okay. I'm gonna get fired, and now I'm gonna be now I'm going to go be an offensive coordinator. Now, because all that does is put you in quote unquote place to get back to a head coaching job. Because like, oh well, he was he 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 was the uh, offensive coordinator for Team X, so yeah, it's qualified. Bring him back now. Out one year from the league. Just mm. a thought. That's as a opposed, good thought. as opposed to, because here's the thing too, and I I seriously doubt that this will pass. Just because if I'm one of the owners, and I'm sitting there, I'm like. You're not going to dictate to me who I'm a hire. And if you put this rule in place, like you said, that's hard to pass up. 16 spots? Yeah, now you're dictating who I can hire, when I can hire. Now, I don't think so. If the Rooney <laughs> rule works, we'll just keep with that. Yeah. I could definitely see that being part of their conversation the way they're looking at it. Because that is just a little bit aggressive. Just a bit. Highly aggressive. Well, any any parting thoughts? Um just the same as my initial thought, which is what? <laughs> you wanna what? So I mean yeah. here's the thing is, which is worse? The fact that we have to do the, the you know, the fact that we're doing this or the fact that it's come to this? Which is mm. worse? That's a deep question. I think the I think what's worse is the fact that they, I, I the fact that they came up with this as a solution, not the fact that, yeah, because to me, this solution is just beyond. It's just it's insensitive. It is, it is mm. born out of a little bit of in, ignorance. Because clearly, mm. you cannot, you cannot think that minorities would be happy with the situation if it were, if this rule was put in place. The Rooney Rule is already uncomfortable. Can you imagine you being an up-and-coming defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, and you get the call, team so-and-so wants to hire you out of nowhere. And you, in the back of your mind, it has to be, oh, am I the designated Rooney interview? Or are they seriously looking at me as a candidate? 
So they're already dealing with that. Let alone now, it's like, oh, they just want to interview me and hire me so they can get a better draft position. Crazy. Crazy. Is it any different than affirmative action? No. It's the cra- it's a crazy kind of affirmative action. It's not even yeah. This this one is this one is so punitive to all the other teams who would not be doing this. Now they may say, well, every team has the opportunity to do that. Yeah, no, there's there is a finite pool of people in the world who can be a head coach or a GM in the NFL. It's not like it's unlimited, okay? There go there is training and education and experiences that go with that. And of that finite pool, an even smaller portion of them are probably minorities. So yeah, somebody gonna be left without a minority coach or and or GM to hire. It's just not like you can go and get one from any, you know, go to any graduate school and you know take the take your pick of who is available. So yeah. Okay. I've I don't know. I vote no. <laughs> like my vote counts. <laughs> yeah. This is just that the more I think about it, just like in the IT space, there's okay. not very many. There's only, it seems like there's only so many people of color in the IT space. And I mean, that has grown, I guess, with the population um, from Southeast Asia coming over. But sometimes, you know, as far as being black and in the IT space, there's just not. It just doesn't seem like there's very many black people in the IT space. The statistics would prove that if you looked at, if you just surveyed the college campuses in the country, we would, minorities would not be a majority or even close to a a majority of the students taking those disciplines. Minorities have you could go to other disciplines and be like, oh wow, okay, yeah, it's 50-50. It's you know 30%, it's whatever. No. So yeah, you're going to find it can be a challenge in finding a minority candidate. I get that, but so maybe okay, so as far as being black and in the IT space, you're saying there's not too many of us just trying to get into the IT space. But think... there's probably definitely more people of color that's trying to get into a position of leadership in the NFL. Is that fair to say, like, to um, round up that point? I don't, I, no, well, so, I don't, I don't think there's that many people in position of leadership in the NFL. Can you, is there enough minority I'm saying that's, that's, that's trying, that's trying to be in a position of leadership in the NFL. Like you said, we're not. If, if, if black people are not well, enrolled in IT classes in college, then hey, maybe we're not looking at the IT space as a space that we want to be in. Okay. Do you think there are actually, you know, a certain, you know what I mean? Like, are there. I, yeah, I see where you're going. So here's the problem. This is the problem with trying to, like, compare it, though. Because. What qualifications do you have to have to be an NFL GM? Like, it, there, what is there? Do you have to be an attorney? Do you have to have an MBA? Like, is it, can you just be, you know, a football man? It's such a, 
an a interesting and you know weird job title job you know activity depending on what type of organization what where they're coming from i don't know that that there are there's tons of people who would say tons of minorities black folks would say i want to be a gm of a nfl uh team but do you have the right combination of experiences to do that and then my answer is like what even are what what do you need to have to become that person and that's where it becomes a problem because they can always look and say, well, like, like, well, I don't know. I, you know, like, what, what do you need to be, what experience do you need to have to become a coach, a head football coach? Is it X number of years? Is it X, you know, it's, it's one of those weird types of job categories where because the requirements can change and are open to interpretation, it allows room for there to not be as much of a straight line, you know, you are or you are not doing what you need to to have a diverse organization. Well, all right. Well, it's can you lead, right? I mean, to be in IT, you know, depending on what level IT, you don't necessarily have to lead. You know, sometimes you can just be a good programmer and follow. But definitely a GM and head coaches um, are positions of leadership. If, you, if you're a coach, you're leading the team. If you're a general manager, you're sort of leading the front office along with so, the draft. Go ahead. So you, you see women getting any of these jobs anytime soon? Because women can be leaders. If they're applying. You know, I, uh, I see I, other women squeaking in, uh, getting into, well, I, I did say squeak, I don't want to roll that back. When I say squeak, I only mean because there's only a few, but these, right. there's women head coaches and I think the Browns just hired a woman in a position of leadership as well in the front office. Right? And, 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 she and then is. they positional, you got the positional coaches, I think there's, you know, the lady from was it San, San Fran? Yeah, San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. And there's one or two out there you know, but so. But how long does that take? Well, I don't I'm know. Just saying, how long, it depends reason, on I'm how just long saying. they've been trying. I mean, the only true uh, example, good example that I have is, is Eric B. Enemy. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's been in a few for the past yeah. five years, it seems like. I don't know. But let me ask you this. This is a little, this is related, but off topic a little bit. You know, that also is a weird situation with that job. And I feel like a lot of times the media kind of drives kind of who is the next qualified person, right? Because you have this, you have a person's performance. That's the win-loss record, right? That's black and white. That doesn't change. But the hype that can go along with that win-loss record can change the perspective, right? Take mm-hmm. Hugh Jackson. So the hype on Hugh when he was out with the Raiders, like, whoo, wow, this is the next guy, right? Right. And it wasn't like he went 12-4, and four, right? Um, and then on the exact opposite, um, Sean McVay, 
like I have not heard that word, his name mentioned one time this last year, but oh my goodness, year before, it was like every fifth word was Sean McVay or Sean McVay like. It was like, oh my gosh, if you if you get a coach, you got to get a coach like this. You got to get coach. I mean, I think it can be a almost like a a, a beauty pageant contest, right? So if right. you have if you come off as the newest, shiniest, you know, the best new toy to have, then right. when you go into that interview, then you know you already ha- halfway won the battle. And when you're talking about hiring on a job like that, that's just that's kind of crazy. <laughs> it's kind of weird. I agree. People were loving Sean McVay. Oh my um, gosh. Uh, but they were only loving Hugh Jackson so much. True, but his name was still in the mix, right? It was in the mix. I mean, he, he led that Raiders team to a to a great you know, what great finish to the season, but now his name will is and will forever be Mud. Yeah. Oh, and sixteen does not does not sit well, not at all. Well, thankfully, the uh, Cleveland Browns have a minority gym, and they have a pretty good coach, and hopefully, uh, they won't be looking to fill those positions for at least another. Five to ten years. Right. You know? Agreed. So we could, we could just watch these other people, you know, deal with the drama. We just sit back and be like, we, we're good. We have what we need. <laughs> we are good. We're good. All right, sir. We are coming up on the hour. And on that note, I'm signing off. All right. Go Browns. Go Browns.